Hi guys, this episode is brought to you by the new Stars comedy series, Now Apocalypse. Executive produced by Steven Soderbergh, follow Ulysses and his friends as they navigate dating app adventures and awkward hookups in Los Angeles. Wait, Ulysses is going to go on a dating app. I would swipe right. <laughs> I would. But did his foreboding dreams reveal a weird alien conspiracy? Or is he just smoking too much weed? I don't know. It's LA, so it's probably too much weed. Too much weed got, or like... Got it to too many trips to the CBD or like too much... They're like planning their Coachella trip and like things get crazy. They stocked <laughs> up at the dispensary. Probably. The one on Sunset. That's the one I like. Anyway, find out the answer when Now Apocalypse premieres on March 10th on Stars or the Stars app. Hello, welcome back to Betch Slapped. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And we're back. And Sammy, you're engaged. So exciting. Yes, very exciting. I know all of you want to know... I'll, I'll tease it because it's weird for you to say right. that. Yeah, it is um, weird. Everyone wants to know the stories, but Sammy and I just recorded our Sunday episode of Diet Starts Tomorrow. If anybody doesn't know what Diet Starts Tomorrow is, it's basically our amazing fucking popular podcast all about cutting the shit about wellness on Instagram and in real life and talking about our diet journeys and how we lo- have lost weight, gained weight, did everything possible thing and so we talk about that on diet star smart and we talk so she tells the story of her engagement it's an epic tale it's an epic tale um and, and we talk, talk about and we talk about weddings and all of that stuff which we want you guys to tell us if you like talking about weddings see send us send us some dms i'm at aileen and she's at, at sammy and um let us know if you like talking about weddings because maybe there's something exciting coming yeah maybe maybe and, but anyway and not so, just the sunday episode but that is exciting. Just too. yeah. So so this Sunday, re- listen to the episode. It comes out in the morning. Um, diet starts tomorrow. And subscribe and go listen to it. If you hate it, I'm sorry, but you won't. So, and if you do, like fuck that's you, fine. miss. Let's move on Let's to the pop culture pop update. Culture update. Okay, what's going on, Sammy? What do you? What's 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 the lowdown? Um, I mean, <laughs> everyone seems to be talking about this Michael Jackson documentary. I know. Did you watch it? I watched, okay, I was like in and out, kind of like doing it's, things it's while making, I watched it. So I've seen no. parts, but I haven't like engaged with the entire thing at once. But I know generally. Okay, just, I watched yeah. part one. I'm going to watch part two tonight. Um, I was Terrible. physically ill. Physically ill because the way, the way in which they discuss the sexual abuse is so graphic and then they show pictures of how young these boys were, like seven years old, like whatever, 10 years old, like so graphic. And honestly, like it's painful. It's really honestly painful to watch. And I I, 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 ha- I don't have much to say about it. I was reading a lot of comments about like people having completely opposite opinions. Like there's like the party that's like, holy shit, like he's a pedophile and which which from the stories right. he is and then there's the opposite that's like these guys are lying there's you know there's always going to be people who accuse survivors of lying i personally am what in do the they camp. have to gain from telling about their abuse they're not making money off of this if they if they are they would have already it, it's i like, don't know okay like 98 percent of accusations against like assailants turn out to be true yeah so I I literally one of my biggest and I feel it physically in my chest as I'm yeah. thinking about it like one of my biggest like things in society that disgusts me are, are people who do not take survivors of assault 
or this type of thing seriously. Well, I mean, some shit happens where all with with the guy who who Jesse Small, yeah, what's right. His, that is like, a su- that is such a rare thing. I and know, they, and and something like that is disgusting, and I think is like I know it give, is, but it's not. But it's also like, but is it rare? Okay, it is rare. Yes, it is rare. I, what he did, people knew kind of like right away there's something weird about this. Right. Like, this is a story, this like the R. Kelly thing. These are things that are like open so secrets yeah. amongst the entertainment industry that no one can really do anything about. And like, honestly, the world, protection should not be for someone like Michael Jackson who right. already has all the protection you need. Okay, he's, he's not alive. So let's say someone like an R. Kelly yeah. or... Donald Trump or someone who is like they have all the protection they need they have the lawyers they have the people who can threaten the victims they have like everything that they could possibly need they have they are probably not going to jail ever yeah maybe some of them are but like they have Harvey Weinstein like he's protected by the best lawyer I mean Mm -hmm. actually I think his lawyer quit but like whatever (laughs) he can pay for for it he can be comfortable like he's gonna go to the nicest jail there is these people have their lives ruined ruined if you are seven years old and a celebrity molests you in the way that's described or in any way at all the rest of your life is not going on the regular path it is going on a totally different path you're going to be marred by trauma your relationships will not be the same as they show in the in the documentary i didn't get up to part two but apparently those two guys they're married now i know well they show the consequences again i I get it did you watch part two i watched like I was in and out of both parts. Oh, so I've seen don't parts tell me of what both parts. I, but I haven't seen the whole thing. But I, look, it doesn't even, I don't even need to watch the documentary to know that trauma has like a lasting impact right. on people. But there's, but there's so much about it that's like really, really upsetting. Honestly, the whole time, obviously, the way that they talk about it is, is so graphic and so upsetting. But you know what I was thinking about the whole time? Like, like J- Michael Jackson's kids who could watch this and hear about it and like, uh, that also pains me a little bit. That's like, really sad, but like at the same, no, but I, most people who are who are defending him are like defending him as like oh an I get artist. that. It's and like, they're saying and they're also saying let the dead rest. But okay, like here's the thing: if he was alive, Sarah actually said this. Sarah, who um, hosts our um, not another true crime podcast, said this: like if he was alive, he would still say no, he didn't do it. So like at the end of the day. Like let these guys speak their word, like their truth, for whatever reason right. that they need to, and let it be known that if you don't believe it, then you don't believe it. But there, are, it these people seem to say that this has happened, and they also their stories corroborate, like are very very similar. Everyone knows and this happens. Everyone has heard of Neverland this, Ranch and the kids. Know. You know the rumors. Like also, it's like how fucking selfish are you that you can't put a survivor's pain above you enjoying pretty young thing. Like, I know. yeah, I'm set that I can't play Billie Jean at my wedding, but like, I love, I happen to love that song, but like, it's not I mean, about can, me. Yeah. No, you know what? I wouldn't yeah. play it somewhere. I wouldn't play it at a public event. Like I love Michael Jackson right. music. So this sucks. But like, again, I don't need to like, the thing is I don't that, put my enjoyment right. of his songs, which like, Oh, Look, songs are a dime a dozen. There are a million good songs in the world. I yeah, can find Jonas others. Are coming out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, the they songs are not recorded. more valuable than yeah. someone else's lifelong okay, pain the, and the pain that they inflict I on others. I 100 percent agree with you. And okay, there's things I wanted to talk about about yeah. the documentary. Yeah, so yeah. they portray him like sort of like a kid. However, yeah. 
However, despite the fact that maybe he's stunted and he's like been a yeah, star since that's he the was one thing and I would he say definitely was was no, but I have something to to in defense of that defense. Um, well, the or, defense is the, well, just first the defense is basically that like Michael Jackson like thought I think that he in his head like thought he was a kid, and so to him he was like having sex with an equal, but it doesn't matter right. Right. It doesn't because matter. he knew he was doing something wrong because in his he, he he like tells the kids he can't tell anyone he has all of these like sort of things barriers set up like many many doors he has like things that fall to make a noise in order for him to know that somebody's coming so that they can put their clothes on and do stuff he I has thought he did like drills with them to yes to, he to did put their drills clothes on like yes. silently he, he moved them to different parts of the house so he can see cars coming up the road so he deliberately is a predator so like and sure oh. sure maybe he stunned maybe he was too a victim of assault like or abuse from yeah. his own father right yeah isn't that a thing yeah that okay but and that's usually the case like even if you watch like abducted in plain sight it's sort of kind of chris burns you know fat carrie bradshaw who's in right. all our videos he's like it's honestly the same exact story but with a dip it's michael jackson oh yeah he's read that yeah. yeah and um i mean it's the same the guy also was was abused as a child so like they're just because they were also doesn't mean it's okay yeah. well, I mean, that he d fucking fucked up these kids and i also did you ever see the movie spotlight about the catholic yeah, priest yeah yeah when when one of them the rachel mcadams goes to talk to like the priest and he, to, about the abuse that he had perpetuated on some kid and he's like he basically said something like yeah but like isn't that just normal like because he was abused right and then became a priest it's cycle it's a cycle so that's why it's like you can't be defending abusers because it continues the cycle for sure i yeah and i thought i think it's interesting the whole like macaulay culkin and the other kid i forgot his name say like no there was no sexual conduct at all there is an interest in them saying that of course like, but i'm just saying it's like it's interesting that like they won't come forward they probably don't want to be Associated Associated with it Which I get Macaulay Culkin Not the easiest life either And also like I'm sure If it did happen to him Which we can't say That it did or didn't But I'm sure he already Dealt with it I, you know what, Or he I don't think he did No I, I don't think I think he did He went through like A lot of fucked up Hard times He did a lot of drugs And like Right A lot of times people Become but I'm saying I think, I think he doesn't want to unearth. I'm, I'm assuming right. he doesn't want to unearth it again just to go through it again. Right. I agree. That's that's my theory about it is like also, I don't know. He doesn't want the hate it. from the people who like pointlessly defend Michael Jackson. Right. It's like, why can't you just accept that this person did these things? It's and like, so regard, like you don't know him. He's a celebrity. You don't know whether he did it well, or not. Well, that's the whole thing also about these kids. So Wade, that kid, he was like, it's so weird. We went to his ranch and... If you think about it, we don't even know this guy. We met him four hours ago. I just felt like I knew him because I've been watching him on my TV for however many years, my whole life since I was a, I was born. And so I felt like he was my family. I w that's how celebrities make you feel because you've been watching them. You feel like you have an intimate connection with them. However, they don't know you or you don't know them. And then all of a sudden he's in 
his bedroom sleeping with him that Ugh. the first night that he met him and the parents are like, yeah, that's fine. They're going to play. He's going to do some dances. I don't understand the parents. Like, I also don't understand the parents who are joking and smiling and laughing about it. Like, I don't get it. I didn't understand. I don't understand. And maybe it's they're all there. They're, all of the parents have that. Even an abducted in plain sight. The way that they act is very weird. And maybe it's a defense mechanism. But... Or maybe... Or maybe... So you need a parent like that for, for it to happen to be possible for the kid. But it's because just the like, way that they laugh. Abusers, they like they groom people. They try to see yeah. like they test out the waters. Like, is this person going to tell on me? Is this person like open to my? Can I touches? separate the kid from the p- family? Yeah, and that's how that's like all part of the technique. Like, if you like read about yeah. abusers and they're like the way they go about things, like that's how they do it. But they want you to feel like they know you. And right? Celebrities, celebrities do that. Like, think about how all of us feel like we know the Kardashians. Right. Like. No, none of us know the Kardashians. You've never been in the same five foot, 15 foot radius as the Kardashians. I was very close to Courtney at Coachella. (laughs) Okay, fine. But like at the same time, like none of us know them. Yes. Speaking of Courtney. Speaking of Courtney, let's change the subject because honestly, this is so dark. And if anybody watches it, like just what I can't. It honestly made me so sick. I couldn't turn it off though. Yeah, I like. Went to I'm gonna sleep at like watch it later. So, Kourtney Kardashian is allegedly dating Travis Barker from Blink 182. Before we, before we went on to record this, we were like, "What does Blink 182? Is that like all the small things?" And then we were just like singing the whole song. It's like what's my age again. Yeah, what's, what's my, my age that's again? That's a different song. Than um, I, I have no thoughts about this. I care zero fucks. Same. I'm more concerned about the status of the Chloe Tristan thing. Jordan thing. I'm very concerned. Like, what is going on? They have quieted down. I think that they were like that's one week story and then we'll bring Let's Jordan bring back, back in six months well so court so I was watching um uh Chloe well someone sent me Chloe's story and that they were like roller skating or something and then it seemed like Chloe accidentally put up this story with some guy that seemed like she made it seem like she started calling Courtney's name I feel like maybe he was de- like there with he was a random guy and it's maybe seemed like he was with Courtney. I don't know, but it, well, there was something weird about it. We have a story on Betches.com about this and you guys should check it out because yes. it is like a who the fuck is Courtney dating type of thing. Exactly. OK, more exciting things. Real Housewives of New York starts tomorrow. I'm yes. so pumped. Giovanni. Giovanni. How you doing? Not well, bitch. Oh, I, I love that. I love that uh, I love. line. It's perfect for all occasions. Yes. Except for when you are well. I'm really excited this season. Okay. They didn't even have any new housewives. Right, because they didn't need them. Because they're all so fucking good. Yeah, I mean, the New, new York is the best housewife show. I mean, because you there's, might it doesn't go see, feel like no contrived drama. No, because none of them are actual housewives. Right. That's the problem with Beverly Hills. They're all trying to like both maintain this like family oriented image, right. like yet also right. be extremely right. flashy and rich and also interesting for drama. But like none of those things like actually nobody wants are compatible. to be bad shit. Right. Like they all want to be taken seriously, but they also want to be interesting for the show. But you really can't, you can't have do that. Any of those you things. have to be a Luann or a Ramona or a Sonia so, yeah. in order to make good television. Even Bethany. Yeah, Bethany. I find Lisa yeah. Rinna to be like actually kind of entertaining. Yes, but again, she's not trying to go the Dorit Kyle route of like, look how fucking rich I am. Look how amazing I am. Even Erica has toned it down and put up a garden. I really don't like it. Well, I don't blame her. That's what happens when you like are a reality show, reality star and you're like, I don't like on the it. internet she's, and people give you hate. She's and they, too like, 
she's you start like, to contrive your personality yeah. based on what people's reaction to you was yeah yeah for sure so um, but i'm really excited so we're going to talk about it next week um take a quick break for some emails yeah let's take a quick break and we'll be right back this episode is brought to you by rothy's alien have you tried these shoes yet? yes i have i love mine they're so comfortable i have i got the flats and honestly i've never had flats that were so comfortable and stylish and did you know that they're made from recycled water bottles no what no i actually really didn't yeah they are so That's they're amazing. Like good for the environment too it's incredible they've they've recycled almost 20 million bottles is that crazy that is crazy but i like them because they're stylish but i also heard that or i saw that Meghan markle was wearing rothy's on her recent Australian tour with Prince Harry and I'm, I'm sure it's been selling out the whole company yeah I mean anything they the, the princesses wear the princess no I agree I honestly think they're so cute and and it's really hard to make a flat that's like actually goes with all the outfits without looking kind of like you know I, I love these they're also machine washable and oh, you can yes. just like throw them in which is Important. like how frequently do you find something like that I know that's yeah. awesome so right now Rothy's has an amazing deal for our listeners you could use code betch to get free shipping with no minimum free shipping and free return slash exchanges on your rothy shoes so all you have to do is go to rothys.com that's r-o-t-h-y-s.com and enter betch to get your new favorite flats free shipping they're no brainer they're comfortable stylish and sustainable and you get free shipping so get yourself a pair today rothys.com promo code betch dear betches they just have a lot of feelings and we're back with the emails. Okay, let's do some emails, Saman. Okay. Dear Betches, first of all, I love your brand. Oh, a brand lover. Yeah. <laughs> I love that she said that. I consume all your content. Oh my God, is she like... She's his content. <laughs> is she like writing a deck? Wait, just keep going. And I'm wearing a shirt from Shop Betches as I write this. I love her. Keep on doing what you're doing. I graduated college almost a year ago and after working my ass off in college, have had the hardest time finding a full-time job. For the past year, I've been back home living with my parents in my hometown where I have no friends, working part-time, and constantly applying to jobs. For some reason, I thought she was going to write constantly applying makeup. I don't know why. <laughs> Meanwhile, all my friends have gone off to their new 9-to-5s or respective graduate schools and are living their best lives. It just looks like that. They're probably not, though. Every day, I get a new text about how great their lives are, how well they're doing in school, the friends they're meeting, and the places they've explored. And, of course, all of them have boyfriends now. All of them. I really am happy for them, but every day it gets harder for me not to be annoyed with their happiness when I feel like my life is at rock bottom. And on top of that, when I try to tell them about my life or be honest with them, I get left on red, which makes me feel like they don't care and makes me even more annoyed to hear their happy stories. Am I just being selfish? Do I have the right to be annoyed? I'm aware that I'm slightly jealous of their happiness, but I've never felt such an annoyance towards my friends before, and I don't really know how to handle it. Sincerely, frustrated bitch. What do you think? I think it's just, look... A lot. Look, this is one of those. You're you're right out of college. Yeah. Okay. So right out of college, chance those bad. They're also not happy. They hate their jobs. Like let's be honest. Like they may like it sometimes, but they're the bitch of the office because they just graduated too. You don't know how good their relationships are. They're obviously not going to be like. They 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 want to look like they're killing it. Everyone wants to look like they're killing it. Oh my god, the hustle is amazing. The hustle (laughs) fucking blows. Like stop it. Okay. Here's the thing. You're just at a little valley of your life right now. Yeah. I felt this way after college too. I would like cry every day. Like I was in my house, hated it. Like not a good family environment. Didn't have money. Like just, it wasn't good. It was a valley of my life. No boyfriend, like all these things. It was a valley. You're going to have that. 
this is just right now. You, this will happen. I think you just have to like go through it. Yeah. And like, and then it will be better. I also think this is the first year after college. It's never really that great. It's also like, they're all seemingly uncomfortable to talk about something uncomfortable which is like how you're being honest so honesty clearly makes them uncomfortable because all they're saying is highlighting like the really positive things about their lives and no one zero percent of humanity only has positive things about their life zero percent i think i don't even need to do a study there is this zero percent of if people are just positive everything is killing it like no so clearly they just don't are are either in competition with each other, which might that be sounds like it's part happening. of it. And maybe it's something like that. I would try to talk to someone one-on-one because fuck the group chat, talk to someone one-on-one. There's zero percent chance they know themselves a year out of college. And you seem more mature to me than them, not knowing their perspective. Because and not just because you said you love our brand. Yes, not <laughs> because you, you consume all our content and love our brand and wearing shop badges. But because you are willing to acknowledge the fact that shit isn't so great right now. And the fact that you're willing to be honest on your group chat. And you're not getting that reciprocated, not because it's not okay, but because those people that you're trying to like share with are not giving it back because they're not ready to talk about that stuff because they themselves are not in in that place. So I would just hold on to it. Right. Your self-awareness will take you way farther Further in life way. than their like happiness at the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, also you're like, all of them have boyfriends now. All of them guarantee at least one of them will break up with that person within the next two years. And then they're going to go through their Valley and they're going to look for someone will by 25. I just, I don't know. I'm just saying like yeah. at least one will saying. go through a breakup. And then I would say go I would say shit. at most one is getting married. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would just. Look, I don't. I don't statistic. know them, so I can't actually judge that. I'm just saying, like, probably, most, you, yeah. like, they didn't all find their forever person, and maybe they all get married, and then at least get one, of, half of them will get a divorce because a no divorce. one finds the person at the same time as all their friends. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's a post college. They don't know each other. They don't know probably themselves. know themselves well enough yet. It's a post college move into the city high where you're like mm-hmm. oh my god like happy hour job i'm killing it boyfriend and, and the only thing that they look for in a boyfriend when you get out of college is someone who's cool yeah and it's not at all about like who they are as a person it's just coolness status right. does factors. he go to bounds yeah like that kind of stuff i mean i don't know if she's from new york but um yeah, but maybe they are. Yeah. The friends are. Right. It's <laughs> right. like they're just looking for someone to Who's fill, cool. to check Accessory. off the boxes. Like che- like so, when you're first dating like that, like you're checking off boxes. Like you're like, is he right. good looking? Does mm-hmm. he have fun friends? Is he and nice when you enough get older, to me? Does he text me? Do we have the same values? Will he good be a good father? Right. <laughs> it's like completely different. Right. It um, is. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. Right. It's and so crazy how it changes. Yeah. So, right. Like you could be going through this time so that like in a year, year or two uh-huh. you're gonna have a life that you really like and but it might be like it took you longer to find the job that you are good at and met yeah. for it took you longer to find a partner it took you longer to have money to have an apartment so like but it's maybe okay. because you're a thoughtful person yeah right a self-aware thoughtful Again, person just because you are like working part-time save your money save your money because it will help you like it's okay to live at home we both lived at home for like two years yeah and look we're here now so exactly yeah yeah let's take a fast break and we'll be right back with a second email 
So, Sammy, how are you doing on your New Year's resolutions now that it's March? Actually, they're pretty good. Yeah? I've been, yeah, I've been... Um, my New Year's resolution was to just, like, eat healthier and just have more just generally, like, wholesome meals. And I've been doing that. And part of that has been that I've gotten really into eating Daily Harvest. Oh. So, basically, what they are, they they will send you, like, cups of... They're, you keep them frozen right they can right be soups bowls smoothies any sort of like and you can make yeah. it out of their cup right like you can yeah. create the smoothie or this uh, right then they have really good bowls yeah so no dishes yes so daily harvest delivers carefully sourced chef crafted foods built on fruits and vegetables which is like another big part of the resolution yes. just to like eat whole things non-processed all of Daily Harvest ingredients are carefully sourced for maximum nourishment and flavor. You can actually see all the ingredients when you open the cup. And the best part is that everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to eat it. It doesn't even take, it literally takes five minutes to make. Right. And you know, I get like impatient. I'm like, oh, I don't want to wait for this. Like, I'm just going to order seamless and wait for that. But this, it takes five minutes and you have a healthy meal. I love that. So Daily Harvest is the easiest, fastest, and most delicious way to load up on fruits and vegetables and to make healthy eating habit stick like it has for us. So go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code SLAPPED to get three free cups in your first box. That's promo code SLAPPED, S-L-A-P-P-E-D, for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. Daily, daily dash. H-A-R-V-E-S-T dot com. Promo code slapped. We're back. We're back. Okay. Dear Betches, recently my brother, who was in the army, came home for a few weeks from deployment. During his leave, my best friend ended up hooking up with him when we all went out one night. I was drunk, so I didn't care that much. But when she left his room the next morning, I suddenly found myself super uncomfortable. Over the next week, they continued to hook up behind my back. And she didn't acknowledge it until I asked her to hang one day. And she replied that she couldn't because she was spending the day with my brother. I think I handled the situation the best I could, just keeping out of it, even though it was weird and irritating to me. Both apologized to me and said they stopped talking or whatever. Flash forward a month and he's gone for a few weeks. My friend just now told me they talk every day and she's really into him. She kept apologizing and saying she didn't tell me for so long to avoid upsetting me and that she feels really bad. I don't want to end my friendship with her, but something switched in me and I feel like I can't trust her or fully have my guard down around her anymore. I want to move forward because I love her as a friend, but talking about guys and sex is a big part of our friendship. And now that that's a huge elephant in the room, not to mention what do I do when things don't work out? Whose side do I take? What was once an effortless friendship is now painfully awkward to me. Am I being ridiculous? How do I get over this? Please help conflicted match. Wait, this is just like the movie Edge of 17. Is this a promotion? Because it just joined Netflix. That is literally very good gorilla. It's actually so funny. Um, No, but this is the exact plot line of except minus the army thing. Yeah, like. Maybe they threw that in as a ploy. Yeah, like as a ploy to make it. But I figured it out. (laughs) Um, No, it just joined Netflix. So I think I'm going to watch it. Like that's because I saw it. It was good. Okay. Um, Again, not an ad. Okay. I, I don't know if what I'm about to say is like totally out of left field or like wrong i could be totally wrong about this but i just want to introduce this potential factor based on someone i know who has a somewhat had a somewhat similar like reaction to a friend dating her brother okay i think there are some people and i don't know if this is you i could be totally wrong there are some sibling relationships where is she is this her older brother 
I'm assuming. I'm assuming it's her older brother. And that would probably make it make more sense even what I'm about to say. Sometimes there are sibling relationships where they can be possessive over each other. Mm-hmm. Or one is possessive over the other. One is like super attached to them. And when they move on with their life, especially in a way that like hits close to home, you like the, the sibling that's like a little bit attached gets like kind of resentful in somewhat of an irrational way. And this might be that situation. Like, I think I would maybe like look at kind of self-examine your relationship with your brother and see if like, this is your situation that if maybe know. you're like, I, I don't know about that because I don't know because you I can't tell that she's trust. not going I, I don't, I think that you, she can't tell, I can't tell this from her email, but like, I know that sometimes people get weird about their siblings and who they're dating and she might just be getting weird. Like, I don't think no, it's, a it's big not, deal. It's, it's more so about the friend. I don't, I don't agree with you. But why is that? Why is it I so think bad it's if weird. her friend hooks okay, up with Okay, because you're not in it. You're not in it. And it's weird. It's like, it's like suddenly like I have this relationship. We are best friends. And then suddenly you go behind my back and you just f- fuck my brother. And it's like, it's weird. But and she didn't like, she did. She didn't tell them about it. And it's weird. She, no, she said I was drunk. I didn't care much. She knew that she would, that her friend right. was hooking up with him. It wasn't like they were because secretly sneaking I around. Get, I understand the possessiveness of your brother. That's you, because here's the thing. It's like you and that's your family. That's your side of the family. And like right, all of a sudden are the, when, the, when bra- boundaries get like mixed, the line is crossed right, and it feels uncomfortable because now you are out. You're the one who's out. But she didn't care at first. She didn't care because she, she was drunk. But that's right. But it wasn't like this was happening for like months behind. Okay. Yeah, back, she didn't know okay she knew that they hooked up when in college i had this friend um whatever he it was a guy and we were i no attraction to him whatsoever we were just like really good friends we transferred together and like we were just really good friends and uh we stuck we were both bio majors we studied we just like good friend and then i find out i think jordana was the one who drunkenly told me she can't keep any secrets no secrets was that my roommate, who's our mutual friend, a girl, had been hooking up with him this for a very long time behind my back, like sneak around. And I got so mad, not because I had any romantic affections for this guy, but because it was a breach of trust. Like I sit next to you and you like are doing, why couldn't you both just talk to me about it? They also told right, me this really did. funny they story. They didn't carry on for like months. Like it was a week. But she's talking to him every day and, and the friend isn't her. telling. No. No, she did. She told her. My friend just like, but like, okay, first of all, they hooked up and then they, then she told her they were hanging out. I have a feeling the the girl who's writing this letter was like a little bit weird about it. And like yeah. that made the friend not want to right. tell her. And they're still texting because they're not going to like stop texting. Like right. he likes her. He likes the friend. I think there's just, okay. I, think, I don't think it has to be weird. I think the most important thing is like for this other friend to be responsible. The one who's hooking up with the brother, because you need to be a responsible she's, person. And if like you're really into him and she's saying what she is, that she, she is into him. She thought that it was not going to no, go if anywhere she, though. But now and that's it why is. she didn't tell her. So but now then she, she did right, tell her. Right. So I'm saying if she she's if you find yourself in this position, I think that like the most important thing is just to be a responsible friend. That is that you have to be loyal to the friend, original friend that you had. And now you're you're sort of well, blurring yeah, the lines. If you're like <laughs> you're blurring the lines. You're fucking his brother. So like now you have to make sure that 
to only do it if you feel like it's going somewhere. I think. But I think that this right. girl does right. feel like it's going right. somewhere. I actually. That's what I'm saying. Wait, wait, wait. But yeah. that, that is what I'm saying. So like, okay, now that in this story, it's okay. You know, you're not being ridiculous, A, for thinking about like being confused. But I think it's just going to take a little time to get used to this new dynamic. And then it's all great. Right. It's and like in Friends when Ross finds out, you know, that uh, that Monica and Chandler and then he like later realizes like, okay, my best friend, my best friend. And then he's happy. Right. Like, I don't so think it takes it some time. Be, I don't think it has to be like, I think that you only feel awkward because it's like early and you feel like you right. were left out of right. some things. But like, it really doesn't have to be a big deal. And I think that the more that you kind of like right. fight it right. or you're like, what if they break up? Like if they break up, like you'll figure it out. Just, just, it's not, it doesn't have to be a huge deal. Like you, like you don't have to do, as long as you don't do anything offensive to either party right. or like right. mean or like unsupportive of either party. Like, I think that it's fine. But like, again, I think that sometimes and I've seen this and that's why I'm saying this again. I don't know like them, yeah. but sometimes I think siblings get a little bit I possessive over their sibling and it, it has to do with like childhood shit. Like, I'm sure. like that in that case, maybe what they really look, right. Maybe they really look up to the brother and it's like, and it's like, you right. feel like you're being replaced as the like, right. And it's right. weird. And I'm not saying like you have a sexual attraction to your brother. I'm just saying like, no, but like, like when, when your brother who's your number one and right. you were his number one gets a different number it's one and it's your shit. best friend, it's you're going to be upset and you might overreact. So maybe ask yourself that about your relationship with, right. with them. I'm not saying it's definitely that situation and I get why you feel a little awkward, but like ultimately if this is your best friend and it's your brother and you love each my other, it should be friend. fun. Right, it should Wait, be fun. Can I, can I close off my story though? Yes. So apparently what, so after we all confronted each other oh, and yeah. I found out about it, um, they told me that this so and then I got over it like kind of fast because I didn't really care um but it was weird at first but anyway so they told me like yeah Eileen, like one night like we were sitting on the couch and you I was a huge mess in college but like you just walk in wasted and you're just like hey guys and then you just go to sleep and they told me they both like like they, they didn't move they were statues they're like oh fuck she's found us she caught us but like i was we wasted so I, blacked out, though. <laughs> I was blacked out i didn't remember it that's so all. funny and they told me about it later and i thought that was so and funny. look they're not still dating no. so it was she's totally not even a big deal um yeah it wasn't a big deal okay. let's take a quick break and then we have a, we new have a really fun, fun game, game. Hi guys, this episode is brought to you by every awkward sexual encounter you could possibly find yourself in while trying to date in the bewildering city of Los Angeles. Have you ever tried to date anyone in Los Angeles, Sammy? No. <laughs> and I, I'm happy about that. Yeah. I love going there because like it's fun, but I haven't tried to date anyone there. I hear it's not the best. I have a very close friend in LA and she is like She's having trouble. It's very isolated. Well, anyway, the episode is brought to you by that and the new stars comedy series Now Apocalypse. Executive produced by Steven Soderbergh and directed by Greg Araki. This surreal coming of age comedy series follows Ulysses and his friends as they navigate dating app adventures and awkward hookups in LA. Oh my god, this sounds amazing. I love Steven. Soderbergh. Yeah, he's legit. So good. But do his foreboding dreams reveal a crazy alien conspiracy? I mean, I'm all about conspiracies and Steven Soderbergh. Is this like some sort of like satirical takeoff on the Odyssey? Is Possibly. That what I'm I think that's that sounds Ulysses? and that sounds ideal. I love a highbrow, lowbrow mix. So I you love have it. highbrow, you got some Homer, Homer yes. epic tale, and then you got LA. <laughs> <laughs> Totally makes sense. Okay. Or 
Is Ulysses just smoking too much weed? Find out when Now Apocalypse premieres on March 10th on Stars or the Stars app. We're hey, back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Okay. The this game, game is called Which Kardashian Did He Date? And we're going to name a famous man and then guess the other person's going to guess which Kardashian slash Jenner sister he dated. Or we both will guess. Okay. Okay. Fine. We're both going to guess. Because it's okay. on the other side of the card. Okay. Okay. So this is Gabriel Aubrey, Halle Berry's ex. Who do you think? Which Kardashian? Sounds like a Courtney. Oh, it could be a Kardashian or a Jenner. Or Jenner. Sounds like a Courtney. Yeah. I would agree. Kim. Oh, didn't know that. Interesting. Okay. Corey Gamble. Chris Jenner. Oh. Duh. Oh, Corey, Corey. The one he's yes. currently dating. Chris, yeah. yeah. Joe Francis, Girls Gone Wild founder. Wait. That sounds like a Chris also. No, no, he's no. He's founder? young. He's, I think it's either um, Kim or Courtney. Okay. Interesting. Wait, which one? Let's pick one. He's how he, old is the founder of Girls Gone Wild? He's has like, to be old. No, no, he's not. He's like, he's, he's Courtney, like a Courtney. 45. Courtney, Courtney. Courtney, yes. Great. Nick Cannon. Uh, Chloe? Kim? Chloe. Okay. Oh. Kim. Kim. You're right. You're right. Interesting. Trey Songs. What the fuck? I didn't know any of these. Kim. That sounds like a Kendall farce. Oh. Like no, a fake Kendall no, relationship. No, no, he's, he's older, isn't he? I don't think. I don't know. Just. just Chloe. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Nick Lachey. Chloe? Oh no, Courtney. 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 Kim. What? Why did she date him? Oh, my God. Ben Simmons is Kendall. Kendall. Yeah. Fake. Currently. Fake. Cody Simpson. Australian Justin Bieber wannabe. Um, Kendall. Kendall? Yeah. Kendall. Didn't he date Kylie. Kylie? Didn't Cody Simpson used to date uh, Gigi? So it wouldn't be Kendall. It's That's Kylie. probably why yeah, I confused it's Kylie. Them. Okay. James Harden, NBA player. That's Chloe. Chloe. Yes. Odell Beckham Jr. Chloe. Trick? None of them. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man, gosh. Fuck that. Yeah. Tyga. Kylie. Kylie. If you, if you ask Jordana. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie knows? Bush. Kim. That Kim. Jeezy. Who the fuck is Jeezy? Jeezy? Chloe. I don't even know who that is. Justin Bieber. Jeezy? Justin Bieber. Courtney. Courtney. Oh, Courtney, Courtney, Courtney. 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 Allegedly. I think he has a crush on Kendall. Also, okay. Well, Last he's thing. married. Who do we want to batch slap this week? Who are we? But I think we're batching uh, slapping Michael Jackson. I'm not batch slapping Michael Jackson. I'm Michael. I'm batch slapping his defenders. Ah, okay. I'll go with you on that one. His yeah. defenders. I agree. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. You're gonna defend this guy? Really? Really? <laughs> no, I I totally agree with you. Um. Okay. Uh. That was an amazing episode. Don't if forget. We do say so ourselves. Obviously, we always say so. Don't forget to go to tune in to Diet Starts Tomorrow this coming Sunday this week. Um. We will talk about all things weddings and both Sammy's. Sammy talks about our engagement. Um. We talk about like just whole all of our story. wedding planning because I'm like six months into my wedding planning and it's not all amazing as it starts off to be. Um, Don't tell me that. It's just whatever. But then the wedding, like, and culminates in the wedding. It's amazing. Right. Um, so... Yes, don't forget that. And don't forget to tell all of your friends about this podcast because you know you love it. And you know, you love so. our brand with all the amazing content, content that we create. So, and follow me at Sammy, me and Sammy. I'm at Aileen and Sammy's at Sammy. And we love you all so much. Okay, bye. Bye. Betches.